and welcome to Magnum She Wrote. My name is Erin, and with me as always is my beautiful husband, Cameron. How are you doing today? Hello. I am doing well. Yes, I am too. Today we're doing an episode of Magnum Pie, the crossover episode, which is the second one that got us in, involved in this Magnum P.I. Murder She Wrote crossover podcast. <laughs> right. Because we had watched we've the second seen, one first. We've seen the second part first. Because <laughs> yes. it was, we were just watching. We were just watching Murder She Wrote. Murder She Wrote, and it was like. And then Magnum comes in and we're like, hey, you know what we should do? <laughs> and yeah. here we are, all of these months later. <laughs> Being like, wow, that was a really bad idea. <laughs> this, this has changed me in ways I did not foresee. Yes. Yeah, so this episode is called Novel Connection, and this is when Jessica Fletcher meets Magnum. I have so many so questions. So many questions. We're going to have to get into it. So many questions. We have to dive in pretty quick, but I'll, I'll let you do the little uh, thing. Do your little thing. Do things. your little thing with the IMDb. Uh, did you get DVD Connoisseur? Was he still on this? DVD Connoisseur has bailed on us by... Ah. Because we are now in season... What is it? Seven? Season seven, episode, episode eight. eight. And Magnum only had one more yeah, season, season after, after this. this. So, and Obviously. To, to give a little context, I, I, I perused. I didn't... Well, peruse means something different. But <laughs> I glanced. Skimmed. Skimmed. <laughs> barely looked at okay an article from people magazine uh-huh. from 1986 okay i have been holding on to this article since we started the since podcast. we started this podcast <laughs> just for this episode just for this episode and i didn't even read it <laughs> nice way to research there babe <laughs> yep <laughs> like and, that but basically the gist of it is and you can find it easily because i did um <laughs> Was that at this point in... Use the microfiche. (laughs) (laughs) At this point in Magnum's kind of run, Mm -hmm. he was kind of sagging in the ratings. Okay. And... I can tell why. Oh, yeah. I know why. Oh, yeah. If it's this kind of writing, then 100% I know why. Oh, I... Yes. Know why completely. And Murder, She Wrote was... Skyrocketing. Skyrocketing. It was in its, like, third season. Mm -hmm. And so the idea from CBS was we'll combine these two shows... Mm -hmm. And from what I read in this article, Magnum, oh, sorry, Mr. Selleck <laughs> was like, oh, yeah, ratings are, he sounds like, oh, my God, he sounded like a certain president, we all know, where he was just talking about ratings. He's like, for ratings, I mean, that's all that matters is ratings. And so, yeah, I totally, I wanted to have her on here. And Angela Lansbury was like, I don't think it's great for the brand. <laughs> She's like, she actually used the term, I think it was like, it would tear Jessica Fletcher apart a little bit to yes. be involved with Magnum and you, P.I. And you know what? It does because he is so condescending it, and rude. It cheapens Jessica it Fletcher. It really does because he's like, you just good luck with your book. <laughs> he was like all of those a-hole detectives mm-hmm. that she has to normally work with. Right. Except he's supposed to be our hero. He's supposed to be our hero. He's the, like the titular yeah. Magnum pie. Yeah. So of course, she, what more do you expect? From so she had more thing. reservations of it. And I think it's was kind of interesting about that article is obviously it was written and printed before the episode came yeah. out and how candid both leads are about <laughs> their feelings about it where he's like yeah whatever it takes to get, we need to get keep my show on we need to get the butts in the seats <laughs> yeah. and she's just like I don't think it's a great idea but the overlords he's of a, CBS yeah. he's said, a failing character <laughs> I'm a successful character yeah and of course there's a, there was some ages. if his league were to explode I wouldn't hear the sound for three days it wouldn't be 1986 <laughs> if there wasn't a little bit of ageism and sexism yes. in the article yes comparing their ages like she's a 60 year old woman and he's a healthy and hell 41 year old man i'm like excuse me oh f no <laughs> this entire episode i was like man he's getting saggy and then jessica fletcher walked in and i was like wow she looks so she amazing looks in that dress she's radiant yeah she looks so good in this episode yeah, as i said so wow to people magazine go after yourself yeah and you know what Maybe 1986 for, People Magazine. Maybe for the second part of this episode, I'll actually read the whole thing, and maybe I'll have a little <laughs> bit more information to share. But this came out November 19th, 1986. Mm-hmm. The number one movie well. was the Tom Cruise elf movie. <laughs> nice. Legend. Nice. I'm like, cool. All right. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> I can <laughs> so, follow that. Sure. Because all these movies feel so old and like to me now. And I'm yeah. like, that was contemporary. And that was what was going on while this garbage was happening. <laughs> and then the number one song was by Human League. Yeah. Called Human. And I'm going to. Which I don't recognize the tune. So I, I recognize the tune, but I, I couldn't sing it. And I know how disappointed I our know. listeners would be if Everybody I don't loves our singing. Sing. So this is the song. 
Um, oh, wow. That was that came in hot. That's like music to smooch by, right? <laughs> no. Not unless you're smooching blows. <laughs> but the song's called the song's called Human. So it's like, hey human. Want to hey smooch? human. <laughs> I'm sure I bet you if you listen to the lyrics, it's like super terrible. It's about something crazy. So let's get, kind of get a little bit more into it mm-hmm. with a little bit more information. IMDB voice, man. Well, first before that, there was a review. You asked about DVD connoisseur. There was not a DVD connoisseur review. I can't believe he bailed. But the reviewer... <laughs> we say as we bail. <laughs> the reviewer... <laughs> I can't believe he didn't make it. I can't believe he didn't make it. <laughs> we didn't make it through the first season. Yeah, but he legit loved the show. Yeah. So why isn't he here in season seven? Seven. Seven. Yeah, I was like, what's up? what season are we in? Because it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> so the user review that there was only one review, hmm. and I, it was long, so I did not. So I'm going to give the gist of it. Okay. But basically, the reviewer was more of a like us, more of a murder she wrote fan mm. who watched the second part right. and went back and watched the first Magnum. Okay. But then I read this. From them and from us, some other people. So I guess they like Magnum okay because they have the DVD collection. They were complaining. Okay. And <laughs> this was of one on of that. the trivias that was on there too. When they reshot this episode, or, or I'm sorry, when they syndicated Magnum PI, mm-hmm. they couldn't, whenever they got to this episode, mm-hmm. you can't just like put an episode of Murder She Wrote after it. Okay. So I guess the re- we had a question amongst ourselves whether yes. this is like actually connected or not. Yes. So I guess they are. But, oh, they are. So whatever happens. So are we going to get some like closure on what's going yeah, on? Yeah, because this I'm garbage? so confused here. Because this episode ends like okay, I guess. Yeah, it just ended, I was like, wait, what just happened? Is Pamela going to turn in the embezzlers? <laughs> was Amy really being chased by her what? murderous husband? That's all I have to say. Was about this Joan episode. being attacked by an assassin because she was a hoe? I don't know. <laughs> Those are the only three things I know about what happened in this episode. You just was Higgins right now. <laughs> being assassinated too for his colorful past. What was Jessica Fletcher doing there? I'm so confused. <laughs> so, because those are all plot points in this episode, guys. But that's every single one. Yeah. And Magnum's like, oh no, it's all after Joan. Why? She's been on a beach this whole time. Know, we don't know that either. So. But according to Jessica, she hasn't been on a beach this whole time. Okay, so you just gave away the whole episode. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. This episode was really confusing. I'm making it easier for people to understand. Okay, okay. okay. Go okay. in knowing these things. It might make more sense might when make. you're looking for the clues for these things. I don't have any clues. I have no clues for this. <laughs> so, I'm so confused. Anyway, the person was angry, though, because I guess when they syndicated the show, mm-hmm. since you can't like be like, oh, and now I'm going to watch Murder, She Wrote, right, you get to, the second half. This. They had to re-edit this episode. So it con- okay. so it concludes everything into one. Maybe that's what we saw. Maybe that's what we saw because it was so confusing. I bet you that's what we, we saw. We saw a very choppy edited version to get all of the conclusions. I think that might be what happened. Well, the, that would make this, sense. Uh, that, to me, then, this episode, I think, destroyed the show completely. Yeah, because, because it didn't make any kind of yeah, sense. Yeah, I didn't even put that together until I just said that. I'm like, oh, I think it did wrap everything up. That's why we were confused because we're like, yeah. oh, I guess everything's wrapped up. Right. And then we're like, well, what are they going to do in the crossover episode? Yeah. But I guess because and then I got <laughs> it's a little spoiler. I remember when we watched the Murder, She Wrote episode, uh-huh. it starts with Magnum in jail. That's right, and she's and he's like trying to sneak into her t- hotel room and stuff. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I was like, because oh. he's a wanted criminal now. And I was like, oh, did they start that in Medias Res? Like, like yeah, like, yeah. Because like, uh, I figured this episode would right. end with him in jail. Right. And the next episode would begin with him in jail, and right. then we'd go from there. So that's what happened. That's what. Okay, happened. that's why it didn't make any kind of sense. That's why this makes it. Well, how do we even talk about this then? I don't. I don't know. I don't even know. I don't. Well, okay. There you are know, a few things I would like to talk about. No, we we'll, we'll, we're going to do it anyway, <laughs> because we have to talk about. But the what, overall plot, maybe we should kind of just skip because everybody needs to watch both episodes. Watch the murder she wrote one first, maybe, and then watch this one to I get all know. of the bits wrapped up. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know because I don't know at this point. Since so, they chopped it up so violently, I don't know what's happening. So, I mean, we'll give you as much information as we can, and we'll go through like the high. Right. We'll go through some high points, or well, high points. We're talking about Magnum PI here, so it wasn't really many. But, but, uh, but now they have extra characters that they have to give screen time to. So you know all of those pointless scenes in previous Magnum episodes just to show Rick and TC. Right. Well, now there's pointless scenes in each episode to show Ice Pick and oh, 
a police detective, yeah. and one of his police buddies. Yeah, yeah. yeah.、Uh, Tanaka and Crum? Was it Crum or Brom? <laughs> or... Making things up. No, no.、Browning. Tanaka Tanaka was the police officer who、uh, he yes, like. Yes, but.、Uh, Bribes for information,、like、that. Bribes and then the yeah he yeah he brings、that's、them not, food and stuff for、nice. information. No,、bribery. he bring it's bribery because he's getting information <laughs> out of the police officer regarding cases by giving him food. But okay, but it was specifically I can be bribed with food. Anyone can exactly. But the the captain's name is Browning. I did get that much. Oh, it's Browning. Yeah, I knew it was something like, like that.、Brum. I thought it was like Brom or something <laughs> like that. Anyway, we're, so anyway, we're getting too far ahead of us. We're getting too far ahead. Get too far ahead. We'll get to it. But what do you want to say? Well, forget you. No, <laughs> what do you want to say? What do you want to say? Forget it. I was on a roll. Go ahead. But but yeah, that's what the re- this is what the reviewer was upset about because because it was confusing. Yeah, yeah. so they went back and they're like, it didn't make any sense. And、mm-hmm. I guess when it's packaged in DVD or when it was、mm-hmm. shown like just on the TV, they edited it. But it doesn't. Sense, but、yeah. I don't remember like anything. About the murder she wrote episode. It's like the second half of this,、right. but I don't remember it being confusing. Like I remember we, we weren't confused by we it. We got what was going on. Like、yeah. they were able to like maybe the murder she wrote one was the first part. No, 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 no because they they definitely make introductions in this one. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. no, it's definitely that.、Yeah. But like, well, the second part was way less. Confusing. It sounds like murder she wrote didn't whoever. Now were they not like coordinating? I don't、this? think they were coordinating this. I think they were、Because、just like throw like... this person in, and here's our overall plot at the end. Yeah, like murder <laughs> she wrote doesn't seem like they cut anything, so it made more sense. They explained what was happening, right? So I don't know. Anyway, oh, and the trivia that I I pulled for this is Larry. This is interesting now that I've seen this episode too. Okay. Larry Minetti,、uh, Rick,、mm-hmm. uh, stated that he did not enjoy working with Angela Lansbury. As she couldn't be bothered talking to him during filming, Larry got the vibe that Angela felt she was "quote unquote" above him. Well,、oh. newsflash, Larry, she is. <laughs> But not only that, and now I can't speak because I haven't seen like what's been cut and whatever. Right. She doesn't even interact. She doesn't even have、Larry、scenes、Minette. with them. Yeah. So when was he ever? Did he just go to the set? And, well, like, maybe like,、hey. he went to the set and wanted to talk to her or whatever. Maybe, maybe she was really busy. Maybe she's busy. A lot of probably... people snub you without even knowing they're snubbing you because they're so busy. Well, and one of the things that it said from the article、mm-hmm. is Angela Lansbury. Did not watch Magnum PI, so a she might not have known who Larry Minetti was. Right, she may have thought he was a crazed fan. Yeah, they're not well, and they were not in the same. She might not, or she might have known he was an actor, but like not like an important actor、mm. on the show. Or like I said, they're not in any scenes together. That means、all. he probably visited the set when she was filming. Right, and maybe she was. And I、involved. bet she was focused on her part. Yeah, she sounds like she's a focus. I mean,、yeah. I'm not trying to make excuses for Angela Lansbury. I mean, I think it. Does sound sort of rude if like、right. someone acts like that, but I also don't feel like I'm getting the whole story there either. Yeah, like, exactly. Like if you guys weren't in any scenes together, then when were you acting? Yeah. When, when were you bothering her? Yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like, when she was in her trailer. Yeah, like I need more you know? context to the story. Yeah. When so, she was on the potty. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. knocking on the portage. Yeah, it's like come on, get get lost, man. <laughs> All right, so here, here here we go. Here we go. Oh, IMDb now. Yeah, here we go. We only got a few more of these. I know. Do it well,、right. I'll probably do it for the next thing, but anyway. Do it right, baby. <laughs> Jessica Fletcher <laughs> helps Magnum investigate an attempt on the life of Higgins and several guests. And this is true.、Sort、That、of. is the best summation of this episode because it's short and simple, and it doesn't get into anything else. <laughs> it's just like this happened. There's assassination attempt on like five people in this episode. Yeah. All for different reasons by the same guy. <laughs> it's like, oh, good! All my targets are in one room. Yeah, thank God, they're all in the same room. So, and first, I want to say about the credits. So, like, as everyone knows, we're skipping、mm-hmm. from season one to season seven. Yeah. A, I was surprised how much hadn't changed in the opening credits. Yeah. And how much had changed in、yes. the opening credits? Like there was so much that was just pulled from that first season. I'm like, you have、mm-hmm. no other clips that like happen. But then they would show clips with like Rick th- jumping through windows and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, when did we miss that episode? I love that. That was a non flashback episode. Yeah, but they yeah. keep that、uh, Mags、uh, looking at the the butt,、Ugh. teaching what's her name. You know what? Maybe there's a reason your show started failing and Jessica's was like skyrocketing in popularity. Exactly. There's there's a reason, guys. How about you get rid of the sexism and the condescending nature, and maybe you would have gotten better. Okay, and I think it's easiest. It took okay, 
It took me forever mm-hmm. to figure out who everyone was in this episode. I still don't know. I think I'm still confusing names. So I think the best way to start this off is just to introduce our characters. Okay. I mean, aside sure. from our normal people. Sure. Well, let me introduce our normal people first because I learned some information about our normal people. Oh, what's that? Rick's last name is Wright. And his first so- name is Orville. <laughs> So he's Orville Wright. And his best friend flies a helicopter. Interesting. That's interesting. Actually, I didn't put that part TC's name is Theodore Kelvin. Is it really? Yeah, that's why I wrote that down. You were like, what? What? And I was like, Theodore Kelvin. (laughs) Yeah, he said Theodore Kelvin. I'm like, who's Theodore Kelvin? Yeah, and I was like, oh, I know who that is now. It's TC. What did we think? It was Terrence Terrence Cole or something? Terrence Cole Copter. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. Nice. We're close. So we finally learned their names in season seven. Seven? Yeah, like it was like Rick Wright. Yeah, Rick Wright. And I was like, that's how Rick Wright rolls. <laughs> <laughs> Never gonna get no, no, I'm gonna do it again. <laughs> Rick rolling people a lot on this podcast. Um, okay, yes. Yeah. So that's, that's yeah. very interesting information. Now, maybe mm-hmm. that has been introduced in the previous six seasons, but I don't think so. Especially mm-hmm. Theodore Calvin. Theodore Calvin. That sounds like something that was. That's new, new information. Yeah. Maybe we knew Rick's last name. I don't. I don't think so, though. But I, I wouldn't have forgotten Orville Wright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our minds both did the same yeah. kind of like. Wait, he always doesn't want to be called Orville. Oh uh. my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> so okay, so the the show starts off. Hugs is driving three women mm-hmm. to the master's estate. Yes. Here are the women. Primary woman is her name is Pamela. Yes, she's an editor. She oh she an editor or yeah she's an editor because she edited uh, Robin Masters earlier works okay. and gave him better titles because his newest right. title is Echoes of Ecstasy and yes. she thinks that is the worst title ever and I agree I, I, his other one Valley of the Vipers she renamed into a Serpent's Whisper that's good and I was like oh yeah Serpent's so, Whisper is much better that's than, why you need an uh, editor yeah that's what editors for yeah but Pamela is played by an actress named Dorothy Loudon. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty much her primary acting credit, Aww. which is kind of crazy. Because I thought, I thought she pretty, did a great job. I mean, well, I'm not saying this is her only acting credit. I think she worked for a very long time. Okay. But when you look on IMDb and they give you like the top hits right. of like what their acting is, this it was is this it? episode Aww. and Matt Murder she wrote. Mm. So I'm like, oh, well, there yeah. you go. So, but that's okay. She did a great job. She did a great she, job for what she did. Okay. Now the other actresses we have mm-hmm. Joan. Yes. Joan is played by Jessica Walter from mm-hmm. Arrested Development mm-hmm. and the Clint Eastwood movie Play Misty for Me. Which is creepy as all get out. Yes. And she is a businesswoman. She's Pamela's sister. No, she was lying about it being her sister. See, this is why this gets so okay. convoluted. She, when Joan, Joan goes So Amy wasn't moment, her cousin? Amy was the secretary of Joan. No, she was Pamela's secretary. No, she was Joan's secretary. Because that's why she was at Pack Isle business. Because Pack Isle... God, this is so terrible. <laughs> Pack Isle... How do you get into it without getting into everything? Just which, get into everything. Okay. Joan's husband uh-huh. died. Okay. He left Joan the the business, whatever that is. Oh, Pack Isle. And no, that's Pac, why that no, dude Pac wants Isle, her dead? No, Pack Isle isn't the business, though. Pack Isle wants to buy the business. So Pack Isle's going to kill Joan to buy the business? Yes. that That's Mag's theory. Wait, that's the overall story? Yes, that's Mag's theory. Okay. No, I don't know. Well, we don't know because we haven't seen <laughs> Murder, She Wrote now. Now I'm really confused. I'm so confused right <laughs> okay. now. Okay. So we have an editor. Uh-huh. We have a widow businesswoman. Uh-huh. And the widow businesswoman brought her secretary Amy. And Amy is Amy, played by Stephanie Farisee of The Great Outdoors. Yeah, she's the wife of yeah. John Candy. Yeah, I remember I, that. I was having trouble yeah. placing her. I was like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. He, he always got, like, the best he, Yeah. He has, like, the most beautiful women for wives. <laughs> so. Um, but he does have a great personality, so I can see that. Him and Chevy Chase. Yeah, they, except they are, Chevy Chase does not have as good as personality as John Candy. Oh, now he's going to sue the podcast. Yeah, well. well, good luck. We're ending this sucker. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find us. And our RSS feed is not going to change. So. <laughs> I'm just saying, I like John Candy more. 
Oh, I love John Candy. Yeah. I love John Candy. I do too. But yes, yeah, so so okay. So I don't know what the relationship between Pamela and Joan is. Pamela at one point jo, okay, Joan goes dis They're goes besties, missing. right? They're just besties. Joan Pamela Joan goes missing okay. at one point. Pamela tells the cops that Joan is her sister to get the cops moving. But she's not actually Because her cops don't care about random women who've gone missing. Not in Hawaii. Oh, oh, right, because it's no longer run by uh, Steve McGregor. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and remember, it is in the same universe. Yeah, and like yeah. once they ended their whole uh, art theft only department, <laughs> it doesn't look like it's very well run there. No. I wonder if that's why they added like the police station there. They were like, you know, we should probably we should put, probably put some cops in put here. Put some cops in here because <laughs> everybody's like, where are the cops? We've missed so much. <laughs> whole, whole new characters and plot lines have been introduced. and Like this guy named okay. Ice Pick and this doctor named Eyebold. Who are these people? Yeah, when when I, when I he gets the call <laughs> from Eyebold, I was like, oh, it's going to be Rick or something yeah. on the other line. But why is his doctor calling him at Pack Isle Industries? Yeah, his doctor actually calls him when he's <laughs> investigating, when he's interviewing To be like her prescriptions someone. at Pillbox. And he's like, and you oh, see, thanks, bud. Oh, and my question is, you see Magnum coming out of Pillbox Pharmacy... With an ice cream cone. Does that pharmacy also give out ice cream cones to maybe, patients who come in to fill their prescriptions? Maybe it's uh, frozen yogurt. It's got probiotics in it. <laughs> For his tummy. For his tum-tums. For his tum-tums. So, okay. 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 Reset. Reset. There's so much to unpack here, guys. I don't think we can do it linear-wise. I don't think we can. I don't think we can. I think this is as good as it's going to get. I think it's just going to be all over the place. Okay. So, we got to set this up, though. Pamela... <laughs> Wants to see Robin Masters. Robin Masters is supposedly flying in from Greece. Because is, they're besties. Yes. That is why they're in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. She brought her friend, other bestie, Joan. Because she's a widow and she needs a break from all this business stuff. And because she is not married, she brings her secretary. I learned that from the show. Why? Because <laughs> she... The mags at one point is like, she's not married. That's why she brought her secretary. She needs like, like a chaperone? I was like, I didn't know that was like a thing. Okay. <laughs> but, well, I do like it in the episode when she goes, I'm a 39-year-old woman. <laughs> yeah, she's great. And I don't need to be looked after, but it's like she brought her secretary to be looked after, looked at, to, look to after. look after her. Yeah. I guess yeah. I guess it's because she's still sort of dealing with this like buyout thing from Pac Isle. Okay. Pac Isle's trying to buy out her business. Okay. And she's but why why is Amy, Amy so vague about it? I don't understand. That's the thing. It does not make the episode easier or more coherent. Is nobody is forthcoming with any information. No information. And whatsoever. there's so much stuff. Even when Jessica comes up and is like, starts laying down some actual detective work. Yeah. She's like, she's not tan enough. She doesn't have a. Yeah. She doesn't. She's always looking for those tan wedding rings, band rings, wedding tan band lines. Rings. Yeah. She doesn't have that. None of that comes to anything. No, it doesn't. She, Magnum's just like, thanks for being observant. Good luck on your next novel. Yeah, yeah. But she doesn't do anything in this episode. I mean, like, when she comes up and she introduces those bits of information, yeah. you're like, oh, this is going to go somewhere. It just nope, doesn't go anywhere. All. So whoever decided to cut this episode up is oh. ridiculous. Oh, man, it made no sense. And now it makes sense why it doesn't make sense. Yeah, yeah, well... Because it has been so chopped that they just threw pieces in to get to the end. And it was just, like, painful to watch for me. Yeah. Because there's been times when we'll watch Magnum Mm P.I. where... We've discussed this before where I'm like, I don't even know what's happening right now. And I'm like, I'm not dumb. I just don't (laughs) get what's going on here. Because it's all, like, hunches and bullcrap. Yeah. And whereas uh, Murder, She Wrote has always been much more clear in its storytelling yes. of what's happening and why this leads to here and whatever. Right, exactly. And you take Magnum P.I. normally, and then you, like, chop it up like a Dadaist, like, <laughs> poem. It's a Picasso. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it makes no sense makes anymore. Makes no sense. And kind of a B-plot going on. I don't know how much we're going to get into it, really. But Rick and TC's land ownership or whatever. It would, that, yeah. The, okay, yeah. so Rick wants Mags to invest in some inland hotel property. Which, by the way, I don't know if you noticed, it's directly on a volcano. <laughs> yeah, I didn't notice that, but that was funny. And I was like, really? So Why kind of has volcanic activity, you know? So <laughs> yeah. you might not want to build a hotel right under that volcano. <laughs> So, uh, he wants Mags to go into it. For some reason, they need three investors. Because at one point... Okay, so... Because they have a third of a brain each. I guess. And they need all three in in order to make one whole person. I suppose so. <laughs> but, because they need Mags in with money, but obviously, 
in the last few years, Mags has not done better with money. No. He's still broke. Uh, yeah. TC and Rick have put up their share of, I think it's like $10,000. Right. And they want him to put up a $10,000. And he's like, well, I'll have to see if I can get the loan. And they're like pushing him. He's like, you have to do it right now. Yeah. Or they, the bank approved us over the phone. And of course, he doesn't have that kind right. of collateral collateral to mm-hmm. get that approved over. But then Rick at one point is like, well, I'll just put you up the money. I'm like, then yeah. why, don't then you why just aren't put you up, putting up the money? Then why don't you just put up the money then? Why do you need Magnum? Yeah. Do you think it's going to make so much money that you want your friend in to profit off this too? That's the vibe I got at the end. Because I can see Rick doing that. Because Mag says something at the very end, Mm -hmm. which seems very atypical of Mag's, but then they left it like it was sincere. Yeah. And I was like, really? And I'll get to it when we get to it. But anyway, so Mag's whole thing is, it's in Maui. Mm -hmm. Why would you build a hotel inland? Everyone goes to Maui to go to the beach. Yeah. So this is stupid. And they're like, no, no, no. It's going to be great. Uh-huh. So Under a volcano. It's under a volcano and has <laughs> one flower. Yeah, it turns out the land is like garbage. Yeah, because and it's on a volcano. <laughs> it, well, I guess we will just, just wrap that whole story up right now. Yeah, wrap well, it. Why not? So at the end of the show, he learns all this information mm-hmm. that the, the land is bum. Yeah. Rick and TC have already bought the land. They bought it without even looking at it. Yeah. Like dum-dums. Like dum-dums. Because they were so afraid it was going to go bust. Mm -hmm. And Hugs at the end points this out to Mags like, oh, you know that land's garbage. Mm -hmm. And Mags is like, oh, yeah, I know, but we're still going to make a go of it. Yeah. And Hugs is like, why we? You, Mm -hmm. You didn't have to invest in this. He's like, you had no legal reason or you had no responsibility to this. And he's like, but TC and uh, Rick did, so I, I have thought, a commitment to them. I have a commitment to my friends, which suddenly leads him to say, "Higgins, you should date Jessica Fletcher." Did he did say you, that? Yeah, that's what they were talking about with that weird back and forth of him going to Maine. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it never happens. No. She treats him like Mags treats virgins. <laughs> 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 so. <laughs> Oh, I thought he was trying to... I missed that completely. <laughs> there was a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, my brain, I think, at that point was just jello. But the way he said that at the end, like, well, I have a commitment to them. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, he's got an angle here. Right. Like, he's got... Some... No, he never does. We give no, him way he, too much credit. We, we always give him way too much he credit. He legitimately is like, it's my friend, so I put down $10,000... To go on, bankrupt with them. To go bankrupt with them because they're my friends. <laughs> I was like, well, maybe you want to hold on to that money for when they go bankrupt, and then you can, like, help them out then. I don't nope. know. Okay. So okay. That, so so B-plot. Done. B-plot. That's There you go. And let's talk about how they've aged in six seasons. Because they've aged quite a bit. Yeah, they have. I wouldn't have imagined that six years would take that kind of toll. Yeah. Especially in kind of a popular TV show. You would think hair color existed. Hair color existed. You would think, and don't get me wrong, I'm not going to just sit here and criticize Magnum's body. Per no, se. but he lost his butt. He he lost his butt, but that's so he could hold his gun in his back, <laughs> <laughs> open carry in the back of his belt. Yeah. But he also, he, that was on purpose. That was on purpose. He lost <laughs> that his butt. That was a sacrifice he was willing yeah, to make. Yeah, because he wanted to tuck his gun in his belt. But his, his guns, his man his guns, gun, his man guns. His, his man guns. <laughs> Are not as well-defined as they are in the earlier seasons. Right. It's almost as if he stopped working out. Yeah. It's not that he's in bad shape. It's not that he aged. It's that he stopped working out. Yeah. And, like, it was the next season was the last one. So maybe he's just kind of over it Maybe he got tired of it. Yeah. Because I think... Because he was really well-defined. So I bet it was a lot of work. I I think so. Because he was, like, a sex symbol. Mm -hmm. And I think after a while, after half a decade... Right. You're kind of like, okay, I'm done running for eight miles a day or whatever Yeah, I'm tired. You know, I'm ready to just Mm -hmm. relax and do my thing. Yeah, so maybe that was it. Okay. Oh, my God. We haven't even gotten into the first scene of this stupid thing. (laughs) Okay. Well, why don't we skip some of these scenes? Okay. How far along are we in this? Zero. We are zero No, no, I mean in our recording. Oh. Wow. 30 minutes. Okay, Okay, so what we're going to do... We can zip through this. Let's just go over some uh, main plot points. Okay, and then we'll talk about... And then we'll bring up other things things that we would like to talk about. Okay, so main plot point is... (laughs) I can't believe we've gone for 30 minutes and we haven't even described the first scene. Okay. (laughs) Hugs is driving these women to Robin Masters' estate. Robin Masters is supposed to show up from Mm -hmm. Greece to Mm -hmm. say hello and have a Mm -hmm. party or some bull crap. Mm -hmm. As they're on their way there, a crappy pickup truck tries to run them off the road. Yes. 
They get to the Rob Masters estate. Magnum is there with Rick. NTC. They all make introductions, and then they're like, oh, and we were nearly killed. Okay, yes. next scene. You're right. Now, Pamela, the main character woman, mm-hmm. does not want... To she, hire she, no, she wants an investigation done, but she does not want Magnum she to do it. She wants Jessica Fletcher. She wants her friend Jessica Fletcher. We don't know it's Jessica Fletcher. It's all very coy. And it's all very sexist. What is what he, he going to do? Know, what, what is he going to do? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. There's a bit of a division of who wants what to be done. Mm-hmm. Pamela wants an investigation, just not Magnum. Joan <laughs> is over... I have my eyes closed. So you can concentrate. So I can concentrate on this. Joan wants to hire Magnum and possibly sleep with him and F his brains out. Yes. Amy is there. <laughs> and, and Huggins is weirdly supportive of Magnum, but not enough to, like, fight Pamela on it. Yeah. Like, if it comes down to it, he's been taking Pamela's side. But mm-hmm. when she really kind of... And she says some pretty nasty things. Yeah, she does. Not saying that they're all unwarranted, <laughs> but she's pretty freaking harsh to him. Yeah. And Hugs does come to his defense a few times, but when her push comes to shove, he always falls on her side. Yeah. So Magnum decides he's going to investigate this anyway because apparently that's what he does now. He I don't know. He doesn't even care. He doesn't want to go to Maui. So it's kind of an excuse not to go to Maui right. and check out this crap land. And he, Amy leaves one day. Mm-hmm. She goes to a place called Pack Isle. Yes. Which we've already described as a business that wants yeah. to buy out Jones business. But we don't know this yet. We don't know this yet, though. It's just, he, she said she's going shopping. She goes to this mm-hmm. this office building. He follows her, eats a hot dog. Yeah. Oh, and TC lands a helicopter on the building. <laughs> and I still really am dubious about a helicopter as a surveillance yeah. vehicle. <laughs> they're kind it, of loud and kind of noticeable. They're loud, and as she's walking through yeah. the building, it is literally like 100 feet above her, so that would be extraordinarily loud. And you Nobody's would look looking, up at it. And yeah, yeah, you would look up at it yeah. and be like, wow, that's the island Every hoppers. time I What's see up? a helicopter, I'm like, okay, either there's a crash on I-90 <laughs> yeah. or... <laughs> yeah. or Someone escape prison. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Those are my only two go-to thoughts when I see a helicopter. <laughs> yeah, or let's go island hopping. <laughs> so he waits for her to come out. He sees she talks to uh, some people inside. She comes out, and as she's getting into back into the Ferrari, which, again, I didn't understand why she was allowed to use the Ferrari, I guess just because it's Robin Masters. It's Robin Masters' car? Oh, because Joan hadn't brought the Audi back yet because Joan's doing something weird. Yeah, because Joan's being a real We don't weirdo. even know what Joan's doing, but uh, Pamela seems to think she's slutting around. Yeah. And basically says that. Yeah, yeah, she does say that. Yeah, there, there was a big old burn on the word ho, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it was something like it that. It was something uh, insane. So, Amy is leaving. Mm-hmm. A man yells out for Amy. Yes. She sees him, freaks out, jumps in the Ferrari, and drives away. Yes. Magnum does nothing. Does nothing. <laughs> so, he just looks and goes, yep, I knew this was a case. Yeah. As he eats his hot dog. dog. <laughs> I knew this was a case. Yum, 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 yum. And, like, there's a woman also in frame also eating a hot yeah, dog. Yeah, and they're both <laughs> just chowing down these dogs. No. Yum, 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 There's, yum, like, yum. no, like, emotion on either one of their faces. <laughs> no. It's just, like, like. There's, like, guns coming out left and right. And they're just, like, mm, hot dog. Hot dog. <laughs> and Magnum does not get the license plate no. number, which is a, a. Call 290, by the way. C-A-W-290. Nice. Good for you. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> oh, and at one point, Joan says that she loves to watch men pack. What does that mean? Um, like pack a suitcase. Like pack a suitcase. She thinks it's very... Uh, Sexual? Sexy? Why is that? Why would that be sexy? I don't understand Because she that. doesn't have to do it. <laughs> she okay. can just watch him bend over and look at his butt. Sure, sure, sure. I guess. I don't know. Watching you pack doesn't give me the thrills. <laughs> yeah. True. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Maybe I should stop doing it shirtless. <laughs> so anyway, okay, 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 okay. Mags mistakenly thinks that the man that's following her is the investigator that Pamela yes. hired. But and I'm going to spoil the ending here. He is not. He's an assassin, paid for by somebody else. And I won't tell you who pays for it. <laughs> okay. Boom. I'm okay. keeping my secrets. <laughs> now, Pamela is awful. Yeah. Like, I mean, she's a great actress, but she is like, she hates him. Yeah, she really does. And so she. Did you have Mag's butt disappeared like twice? Maybe. Where's, where's, the, where's the one? No, I just time? once. Just once? Are you sure? I yeah, guess you it just, was. You're just obsessed with it. I am obsessed because I'm like, his butt's gone. Brownie <laughs> face. <laughs> <laughs> so. 
Okay. I don't even know what I just said that for. Okay. okay. Hold on. I got to take a deep breath. Okay. <laughs> this episode is all over the place. Okay. Okay. Usually, if this is your first episode with us, usually we're way more. No, we're not. Are we not? No. Yeah, I feel like I'm really scatterbrained today. This because we are trying right. uh, to make this episode make sense, and it really doesn't. Okay. Mags goes to the police, which we find out for the first time that he has a connection to them. And they exist. Yeah. He sneaks into the captain's office and finds... Oh, I should say, Amy disappears. Amy disappears. Jesus. Okay, so yeah. Amy has disappeared, and they know she's disappeared because she... They found the Ferrari. They found the Ferrari abandoned. Yes. And at this point, too... Joan has now disappeared. Yes. So Pamela has the police looking out for her, who she claims is her cousin and her sister. Yes. But they're not. It's just a way to get the police to be more... On top of things? Proactive, I suppose. Searching for people, even though that's their job? <laughs> Magnum sneaks into the captain's office, gets the evidence, the evidence from the car, which it leads to a prescription. He follows a prescription mm-hmm. to... The a, pillbox. To the pillbox, mm-hmm. where he also finds out that he is being followed. Mm-hmm. So he goes there and... But, okay, and by the way, this assassin is in a bright blue Camaro. <laughs> He's not being very subtle. Uh, he might as well be in a helicopter. Might as well. He pulls up to this really sh- shady-looking motel. <laughs> I wasn't going to say shady. I had to... Uh, you had a different word I had hanging to use there? a different word. Was it shifty? Hey, yeah, it's shifty. <laughs> and Mags does not treat that Ferrari very well. Because after no. he finishes his, his probiotic... Ice cream cone. Froyo... <laughs> He throws the package just on the floor. That was so gross. And I wrote sloppy. That's sloppy. He's just sloppy. Yeah, I'm sure there's a garbage can outside. Like, you could yeah. probably. It's, what motel doesn't have a garbage can like every like 20 feet? Or I don't something? know. I, I get upset if there's garbage in our car. Yeah, exactly. So that's just kind of my OCDness with it. Maybe right. other people don't care if there's garbage in the car. I don't car. know. But I feel like if you got a Ferrari, you should at least try to take Yeah, care you of should it. at least take care of it. So he goes there. He sees that he's being followed. So he goes to room three yes and he try he knocks the because door. she amy's in room one so he's trying to right I was distract yeah yeah, yeah 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 so he goes to room three pretends to knock on the door no one answers the door he gets in the ferrari goes away parks around the corner and waits for the other guy to go to room three thinking that he knew where he was going but if he was a decent assassin he would continue following magnum along every stop and then go back and revisit every stop magnum had made yeah exactly well he's this is magnum but this assassin is the worst ever not only is he driving a really noticeable bright blue camaro Right, right but he's also extremely dumb and he's in this really nice pink suit again very noticeable. <laughs> but, okay, so let's get to it. So, so Magnum gets the drop on him, mm-hmm. and there is a gunfight. Yeah. Bullets flying everywhere. And he chases off the assassin. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, okay, now I'm going to go to the real room. I'm going to go to room one. And this is how dumb the people are in this episode. Amy's still freaking there. Yeah, she didn't bother running when she heard a, a gun gunshots. Shot. All she had to, it, there was like, like five gunshots. Right One of them even of, hit somebody's car. They, they were in like a La Quinta. Yeah, and it's like in the hallway of the La Quinta yes. or the parking lot, right in front of your window. Yeah, and she didn't like look like. In fact, when Magnum knocks on her door, she goes, oh, hi. Yeah. Um, but there was just a gun right out there. Aren't sure. you concerned that assassin that you're escaping from is, like, right on your tail? And she, like, I would assume, like, if you hear gunshots, you might peek outside yeah. and she'd see Magnum. Exactly. Oh, and, and be like, but let's keep in mind, Amy isn't the assassin's target. No, he's not. Keep that She's in mind, not. guys. Even though we just laid it out to make it look like she was the target. Yeah, because he takes her. Even Jessica Fletcher's like, isn't Amy the target? Here, here's how <laughs> effed up this is, okay? And and Jess hasn't even showed up yet. No, 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 she hasn't. This is how effed up this. So he's driving Amy home, <laughs> and he's like, "So what's the deal? Why does the guy mm-hmm. want to kill you?" And she's like, "Oh, he didn't want to kill me. Why are people following you? Mm-hmm. Oh, they're following me because I broke up with someone in New York and didn't leave a note. Yeah. And so they hired. <laughs> so they a hired an assassin. No, an assassin <laughs> to come and get me. <laughs> He hired an assassin to come get her, to drag her back. And I was like, wait a second. Okay, I understand your boyfriend wanting to kill you if he's jealous. And he's like, oh, he ran away from me. He's an abusive boyfriend slash husband or whatever. I can see that. But no, those abusive types kill you themselves. They don't hire assassins to drag you back. Yeah. So I'm just, I'm very confused as to what all is happening. And that is literally 
it for Amy. That's it for Amy. That's all we know. That's the end of her story. I mean, Jess comes up and says something about her ring finger not having a tan line or whatever. Yeah. Or, but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean so anything. Don't you worry about it. Don't worry about Amy. She's, she's nobody done. in this. She's, she's gone. She's gone, gone now. Gone forever. Gone now. So. <laughs> that's the end of her story. Yes. Apparently, this person was following, uh, trailing Amy. The assassin was trailing Amy, according to Magnum, to get to Joan. Yeah. Because Amy is, oh, yeah, you're right, Joan's secretary. Okay, okay, okay. That's what Magnum says at the end. Yeah. That's what he, that, well, middle? I don't know what we I, end up here. I'm not sure <laughs> But that's his theory, is yes. that she is, the reason why the assassin was following Amy was to get to Joan. And right. The, and Huggins is like, well, why would you do that? And he's like, because she's her secretary or whatever. Yeah, and Huggins is like, but isn't he trying to kill me because of my colorful past? <laughs> Oh, my God. Everybody thinks they're being assassinated. Every single person is like, oh, but no, they're after me. But they won't tell you why they think they're being attacked. Literally, I don't even know what I'm doing with my face right now. (laughs) Literally, it's like if you went to people (laughs) and were just like, what's a reason why someone would want to kill you? And everybody had a a reason. (laughs) Except they wouldn't tell you the reason. But they wouldn't tell you. But they're like, no, I know this person is after me to kill me. And and, and then they would be like, I want an investigator, but I'm not going to tell anyone. But I don't want you as an investigator, (laughs) but I'm going to hire you anyway. It's crazy. This episode made no sense. So then, Made no sense. Jess shows up. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. I was so relieved when I saw her because I was starting to break out in hives. Mags is dumb (laughs) AF. Yeah. Because he meets her and he's already sexy, 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 face is very prominent on uh, the book cover. It's a cover. huge he's picture on her, back. He's reading her fa- book at the end. Some of those books just have the entire back that, of her just as a picture. They were, he was reading The Umbrella Murders or yeah. something at the end. Yeah. And he knows who she is. So, yeah. he, he, I mean, he, he knows who J.B. Fletcher is. Mm-hmm. So he's familiar with her work. But he's like, I thought you were a dude. Uh, I mean, a man. Uh. And then he starts like, like, going into... the stupid back of your book, you dum-dum? <laughs> You don't want to see what the author looks like? Yeah. In these hardcover flaps? Yeah. I mean, like, what's you the know. point of taking these headshots? Yeah, what's the point? What's the point? If you're not even going to accidentally have shots. the book uh, backside facing up first. Yeah. Sometimes you lay down a book and never. it's on its no, front side. He's got a superstition. You, you <laughs> never lay a book on its cover. You always lay it on its back. You never want to see the face of the person who wrote the book. Ever. Ever. <laughs> and like, uh, why would he assume that? Why would he just assume that it was a man? And he acts like such a dum dum when he's trying to explain. He's it. acting like he's looking at a, a cowpoke girl from Indiana he in a bikini is, for the first time. He is forty one years old. You at would this think point. he would know how to act around women just, by this point, or just people in general. <laughs> Like, like, oh, I, I didn't, I thought you were a man. I mean, not to say that I didn't think you were a man, but I thought you were a man. Uh, only penises can write. Uh, uh. <laughs> they have the grips to hold the pencils and type. <laughs> my prehensile my, penis. My prehensile penis. <laughs> Just see it slapping around. Oh, God. It's for all ages. What are we talking about? All ages podcast. <laughs> Actually, that is educational. <laughs> we explained prehensile, and we said penis, which is the nice, uh, you know, nice, yeah, the appropriate term. And then Magnum also goes into this like huge tantrum. I was like, "Calm down! You're not a three year old child." Are you talking about the 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 brunch with the yes, lobster where yes. he's sitting at the kids' table? Yeah, <laughs> because maybe he was put there in the kids' table for a reason. He has. He's a acting temp- so childish. He has a temper tantrum. That is crazy. I said that at some it point. It put our son to shame. I, I said he's acting like a 12-year-old. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, he's acting like Hunter. Hunter is our three-year-old who throws fits like 10 times a day. Huge tantrums. Well, he yeah, and he like knocks over a bottle of wine. Yeah. Which gets on him. So he's taking a shower. And then Jessica Fletcher, like always in Magnum, it seems like whenever he takes a shower, yeah. a random woman shows up. <laughs> <laughs> he has to answer the door in some state of He's undress. always in it like a robe. Yeah. He's in a smoker's but jacket. But it's like, it's Jessica Fletcher. You guys aren't going to do it. No, like, she is not into you. She doesn't want your stints. In fact, she thinks you're a moron. And it is clear in all of these scenes, the way she looks at him, maybe it's Angela Lansbury right. being like, you well, she didn't want to do the. She apparently didn't want to do this in the first place. Well, it shows. <laughs> it's a, it shows. But she's like, "Why are you taking a shower in the middle of the day?" He's like, "I didn't want to smell like wine." And he gives this 
infuriating <laughs> aw shucks Dennis the Menace like look and I'm like you are a grown ass man you're almost half a century old my dude like this doesn't work anymore this, no. this cutesy like aw shucks routine they think your temper tantrums no be a man this doesn't it's time to be a man it's time to be a man <laughs> or an adult eh. or a man whatever like, he's, he's he wants to be a man that, whatever that <laughs> is he needs to do less of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, while this is all happening, Joan shows up. All, this is at the the, the lobster the brunch. The lobster brunch. Joan shows up out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And Pamela's like, where the hell have you been? I've mm-hmm. called the cops. We've been looking for you. And she's like, I've been at the beach for two days. With this dude. With this rando dude <laughs> that I just brought in. His name's Jason. Or something. Because we need another name for you to remember. So here's Jason or Arthur or something. He doesn't look sketchy at all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, so they're all they're all talking and arguing and mm-hmm. whatever. And then a silhouette, a slow gun silhouette happens at the window. (laughs) Because this assassin is terrible. And then then Magnum does this. Look out! Get down. (laughs) (laughs) This episode, I think, is one of the worst we've ever seen. Oh my god, it's almost like gloriously terrible. It is definitely gloriously terrible. Yeah. Like, this is like some next level. I, I I I think you guys, if... If you are watching along, go ahead and definitely watch this watch one. Watch this one. And see if you can figure out a little bit more things. Because you've, you're kind of, now you have more Prime. of a You're primed for it You're now. primed for this. So I think you might be able to figure out more things. I mean, things. I think maybe if we had a little bit more information going into it. Right. I think, I think it is a lot of the editing is the problem. I think mm-hmm. we had more space. Like I said, it took me a good 30 minutes to figure out who all the characters even were and what oh, they yeah. were doing. Definitely. And then, then the last 15 minutes I was trying to like pencil them into like where, yeah. how this all works out. Yeah. So just yeah. forget Amy. Maybe they should have just cut her out completely if they were going to edit this like this. Yeah. You know, we don't need it. We don't need Amy. <laughs> yeah. Because like you said, now we have the bullet is in the wall. Mm-hmm. Jess checks the trajectory and she says right where like the trajectory was, mm-hmm. was where Huggins was standing. And that's when he's like, yes, People have tried to assassinate me because of my colorful past. Her colorful past. So we have four people yeah. that are potential exactly. Well, in the victims. next scene, Pamela then sits Jessica Fletcher down is like, no, no, they're trying to kill me. Yes. And here's why. Because I discovered my publisher was embezzling millions of dollars in royalties. Yeah, so here so here are the, the four things. Yeah. Amy has an ex-boyfriend who may be trying to kill her. Yes. Huggins has a colorful past. <laughs> that may be trying to kill him. That might be catching up with him at last. At last. Pamela yes. caught her random house or Bantam Books or Tor Publishing. <laughs> embezzling, embezzling millions of dollars in royalties. So Scholastic <laughs> Press decided to put a hit out on her. <laughs> Big business. Corporations. <laughs> business, business. And then who am I forgetting? Oh, and Joan. Joan. Had a business like that somebody wants to buy out. That wants to buy out, and since she won't sell out, they're gonna kill her. Kill her, and I don't know how that would transfer over to them. Then it's not. So there you go. So there you go. But Joan is the main target. Yes. Even though her storyline makes the least amount of sense. And Joan is the one that Magnum has his money on. Yes. Yes. Because he lays it out to to yeah. Higgins at one point. He's like, and he lays it out to Jess too. Even though Jess is like, no, it should be Amy. Yeah, she's like, it's like it should be Amy. Hugs is like, you're just making hunches. You're not using deductive reasoning. Yes. Which then Hugs later calls Jess out on. Yeah. And says that you're using conceits like writer conceits to mm-hmm. figure this out when this is not real, deductive reasoning. Not deductive like me. reasoning. Oh, my God, that's the end of the episode. That's it. <laughs> and, okay, no, no, wait. Then they go to this party in right. order to track the assassin. Mm-hmm. The hitman shows the up. Hit, yeah, in a pink suit. Yep. Still in that pink suit. Looking Loving snazzy. It. Looking snazzy. And, and he talks like... to the Pack Isle guys, which is how we know they're after Joan. Because the Pack Isle Corporation wants to kill Joan to get her little business. Right. Oh, or and... his, or the other, it, it's not little, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 we, we get it. We, we're not, you're not being condescending. I'm not right? being condescending. Yeah, her business. Yes. But but in the, the Hitman, I should also say, looks like an alternate reality Eric Roberts. Yes, I thought it was <laughs> him at first. Yeah, I was like, but Eric yeah. Roberts wouldn't have been that old in the 80s. No. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so this hitman goes to this party, fully invited by the guys who hired him to kill Joan right there at the party. Are they trying to kill Joan, though? Yes. So they can get Are her business. Are sure? Because I feel like and maybe then, in Murder, She Wrote, and she then is Magnum, guilty. And then Magnum. I feel like she's 
wait, she is guilty. Isn't she? she but how does that work? I don't understand. So she wanted the assassins to kill Pacquiao? I don't know. We're going to have to find out on this next episode. Okay, but according to this episode, the assassin and Magnum get into another gunfight. A gunfight at and the this party. Time, at the party with tons of guests he, around. People, and they are not even aiming. No. Bags is just like putting the gun around corners and just yeah. spraying the area with yes. bullets. So is the assassin. Yeah. Nobody's... And I then, mean, the assassin... I mean, he's an assassin. I get it. But No, assassins don't kill like this. Well, good ones don't. Well, this is, again, Magnum P.I. Assassins only here. kill... For money. <laughs> no way. Assassins have a creed. Mercenaries kill for money. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Go, go, go. Assassins. Yeah. And so then Magnum kills the assassin. And I'm like, well, there you go, Magnum. Now you don't know what's going on. And then the episode ends. Here's it. Here, Here's how it works. Here's how it works. Yes. He kills their one witness. I bet you he gets arrested for that. That's why in Murder, oh, She Wrote, he's in jail. Okay. But this episode ends it there with him just at home, just chilling. That's the end of the, It just cuts from him dead. And then it cuts back to the robin's nest. He's in like some stupid gl- library glass, librarian glasses. <laughs> He's about to read the paper that uh, has a ribbon on it for some reason. Oh, right. And then Higgins is telling him everything that's happened in the newspaper. Yeah. And he's like, oh, on the front page, you'll see that Jason or whatever confessed to everything. Who the F is Jason? Jones love lover, beach lover. Oh. The guy who's at the party. But I don't think that's the real answer. I wonder if that scene was shot for the syndication so they just ended it there. Does oh that, my god, yeah. Does that okay, make that's sense? Why they like did they did that. reshoots. Yeah. I think that last scene is a reshoot that they just tacked on at the end. Yeah. To be like, oh, it was Jason. Yeah, but it really wasn't. It's no, Joan. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure, sure it's, it's Joan. Joan. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure it's Joan. I remember there's a hotel room and he's yeah. like on like the Because balcony. why would you get that actress and not make her creepy? Yeah. She's creepy in everything she's in. Well, not Arrested Development. Yeah, she is. Okay. <laughs> she She's like, she tears people down in that one. Yeah, but that no. but that's it. Then he's like, yeah, uh, he confessed. And he's like. And Higgins, why don't you go make out with Jessica Fletcher now? And he's like, I guess I'll go to Maine I and plant so. some flowers. Wink, wink. Wink. Oink with my prehensile penis. <laughs> his prehensile penis is winking? Wink, wink. <laughs> okay. That thing can do anything. <laughs> it's, it's a miracle tool. <laughs> it's a penis miracle. <laughs> so, okay. We ended up getting that under an hour. Nice. That's how we do that. That's how we do that. That was... I'm sure that was very obnoxious to listen to. <laughs> what? It was obnoxious was to talk watch. about. It was obnoxious to watch. It was obnoxious to talk about. Yeah. It made no sense. No. We turned off the episode, and you and I literally looked at each other and was like, I have no idea what just happened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I was like, I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I'm so confused. I, yeah. I think, I honestly, as rough as that probably was to listen to, mm-hmm. I think we did it the best you possibly could. I think so, too. I think we're, I think we're professionals, and we got it done, <laughs> and it made sense as well as it could. Okay. I think we're going to have a lot of surprises when we go to the Murder, She Wrote side. Of yeah, this. because I doubt they chopped it up like Magnum did. Yeah, I bet you that last mm-hmm. little bit was a coda. Because he couldn't mm-hmm. have, like, in syndication for Magnum, it ending with him getting arrested. Right. And then the next episode, he's not in jail anymore. Right. They would have to have the murder she wrote. Well, you know what? All they could have said is, in the next episode, he's no longer in jail or whatever. Yeah. Just be like, oh, and I'm so glad Jessica Fletcher dealt with this, and now on to my new job. Yeah. You could have just put a duh line put it, in put there. It, yeah, put it at the beginning of yeah. the next episode. It only takes two lines. That would make way more sense. Or just, like... Fold each show into each other. If you're yeah. going to do a two-parter, mm-hmm. when you start bundling these seasons together, yeah. be like, we've included. I mean, they're both owned by CBS. How hard yeah. can it be to like be like, hey? And it, I bet like Murder She Wrote or Magnum might be happy to do it because it's like, well, maybe I'll get a new viewer. Or you could put the trailer for the uh, Murder She Wrote episode next to that at the ending yeah. and be like, this story continues in Ma- M- and Murder She Murder Wrote. Sure. And then you can have the regular Magnum episode next. Yeah. You don't have to chop it up like this. Yeah. Because chopping it up like this was so confusing. Or just have, stay tuned for Murder, She Wrote, and then have, like, you know how the, at the beginning of every episode, they're like, tonight on Magnum P.I. Mm-hmm. Like, 
have the trailer for Murder, She Wrote, which is going to give you enough information mm-hmm. that you know he's not in jail. Right. The, the trailer's not like he's in jail and then like he's yeah. in jail just for the whole trailer. They're going to show him running around doing stuff. Exactly. You know. Oh, speaking of which. Yes. He was running. He was running so dangerously crazy. This is why you don't run around pools. Yeah. This, this pool I had thought like for some sure. jagged corners oh. and he was like hopping from corner yeah. to corner. I thought for sure he was going to bust his face. I wanted to see it. I was like, oh my God, this is so dangerous. He's going to bust his I face. To see it. Wide open. <laughs> Go push him. Go push. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, how did you feel about this episode? And, and to say this, you only have one Magnum PI episode to watch after this. I mean, you're going to see him once more in yeah. the next murder show. Yeah, but, but it's basically Jessica Fletcher. Yeah, yeah, because that's going to be more of a. Yeah. I do remember that it was more of a Jessica Fletcher because her show. Yeah, so. because I was like, who's this Magnum dude running around being a dork? <laughs> dork. <laughs> so, how'd you feel about this episode? <clears throat> I was just confused the whole time. Just yeah. very confused. I more would... so than usual. Generally, in a Magnum episode, I'm kind of confused because yeah. he just follows hunches. And I'm more kind of prefer the the logical sequence right. of events. Yeah. And uh, he just kind of jumped all over the place like we do in our podcast. And I'm like, this isn't how this works. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Watching a show. And now I'm wondering how much it really was cut up. Maybe it wasn't cut up as much as we think it was. Maybe they did just tack on a coda at the end hmm. to just wrap it up. Oof. You know? Like, right. I, I don't know. I don't know. But then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they had to have. Because... How would that have ended? Because, like, you're not going to end Murder, She Wrote Mm -hmm. with a shot of Magnum reading Jessica (laughs) Fletcher's book. No, because Jessica Fletcher solves the whole thing. She solves the whole thing while he's in jail. Yeah, while he's in jail. And it's Joan. I swear to God, it's Joan. I swear to God, it's Joan. (laughs) So you don't have to listen to the next episode. No, I swear to God, it's Joan. (laughs) No, we'll we'll see how it goes. But, uh, yeah, I was not a fan of this one. No. I felt it was, like... I felt really overwhelmed. I felt overwhelmed. I felt yeah. like so much information, yeah. like our listeners, was just being thrown at me. Like, yes. this is this person, this is this person. There's a lot of crap being thrown at the walls. Mm-hmm. And you're, like, desperately trying to keep up. And, mm-hmm. again, I feel like Magnum P.I. tries to be like, we're too clever for you. You yeah. can't keep up. You're slow. I'm like, no, you're just throwing a lot of stuff at the wall here. <laughs> and I'm, you know, I'm in a room now covered with poop walls. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'm disoriented. The smell is making me dizzy. A little dizzy. <laughs> I'm trying to discern the different shades of poop to see what's going on. So, yeah, it was not a good episode. No, it wasn't. To, Especially yeah, on Magnum standards, even. Even even by Magnum standards, it's not that good. And to consider, we started this whole podcast based on this crossover. Yes. But we never watched the Magnum part of this crossover. No, we never did. We had just watched the Murder, She Wrote crossover. I wonder what we would have thought had we watched that and been like, what is going on? Yeah, I think that's exactly what we would have thought. I don't think this podcast would exist. I think we would have watched this and been like, I I don't even know what happened. Yeah, I don't even like these characters. I'm not doing this. Yeah, this would have been probably just a strict Murder, Murder, She Wrote wrote podcast if if that had happened. Yeah, which... I love Murder, She Wrote, but I don't think it would be as fun without some Magnum thrown in. I think Magnum helps temper our mm-hmm. episodes yeah. because it does rile up the blood a little bit yeah. more. Yeah, yeah. So I think, it's, I think it's important to be in this setting. To be passionate about something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you'd have maintained that level of passion right. for just Murder, She Wrote. Mm-hmm. I love it, but I mean like... But it's a good show. Yeah. Like legitimately good. I love pizza, too. I don't just sit around raving about pizza all the time. That's true. You know. Yeah. So. Well, pizza's boring these days. Anyway, for (laughs) in in the meantime, if you want to reach us, you can always get us on Twitter Mm -hmm. at Magnum She Wrote, or you can email us at, or you can meet, oh my God, we're at the end of this and (laughs) I screwed it up. Or you can email us, Magnum She Wrote at gmail.com. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And stay tuned, you know. For part two, even though we know the ending according to Magnum. We've pretty much. No, according to Magnum, it's Jason. Jason. But it's not. I swear to God, it's Joan. I swear to God, it's Joan. Swear to God. No, maybe Joan is the embezzler who's trying to kill Pamela. Why would she? She doesn't have that And the assassin was literally hired to kill Joan. Her business. Maybe this is all messed up. I think, (laughs) I think, oh my God, I think this is like Clue. (laughs) The movie Clue. Yeah. Where I think they were like, I don't think we're going to be able to sell it as Joan being the bad woman based on the, what we have filmed here. This is true. Like, cause, So cause, we're going to throw in this Jason character that only had a 10-second scene. 10 seconds who invited them to a party. 
Yeah. Like, I think that's what it is. Because, like, if you just based it on this episode, mm-hmm. Joan looks like the victim. Yes. So for them in the coda to be like, and it was Joan the whole time. Yeah. How about that? Like, I think it would throw people off. So, like, we'll just make it this Jason guy who's trying to get Joan. Yeah. Because she's got money. Oh, what a terrible coda. It makes no sense. And I know it wasn't Jason. It was Joan. I 100% remember yeah. something in a hotel. Yes. And with Joan. With Joan. Being super creepy in a wicker chair. <laughs> the wicker man. <laughs> <laughs> so, stay tuned. We're going to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to watch it. And yeah. we'll figure out if we're right or wrong. I don't know. Maybe yeah. we're wrong. No. I'm relatively I'm sure like we're right. I'm 98% sure we're right. We're pretty much right about everything. <laughs> So, anyway, we love you, and we'll see you next week. All right, love you. Bye.